Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. of the Belly Up Fantasy Live baseball show for the season and benefiting the fact that it is our final show of the season. We have a full house today, and so we are going to have – we have a lot to talk about today. And, of course, I'm Kevin Wilson, the host. And let's bring in – we'll start up here to uh, – I guess that would be my left on the screen, or is that my right? I'm not too sure, but uh, – we, uh, we're talking about Vince, and he is uh, the star and the host of the Sports Stove podcast. And uh, he was more than happy to let the entire world know that he took me down last week. So uh, I, I'm sure you're doing great, Vince, but uh, how are you? Yeah, I am doing great, Kev. I mean, you know, you got to celebrate success when it falls. And uh, so I did that last week. Uh, when when I finally took down the the vaunted Kevin Wilson in fantasy baseball, I got my hands full uh, in the championship with Dan D'Amico as well. So, uh, but hey, just got through a good football weekend and uh, just holding out hope that Milwaukee Brewers can pull it off uh, and get the wild card. But uh, not looking good right now. Right. So we got we'll be talking about all of that, and of course, as you mentioned, opposing you in the final championship round. We have Mr. Dan D'Amico. He is the belly up baseball. Uh, we call you what the, the chief editor over there, Dan. And, uh, so how are you doing 
this evening. Well, you do have to celebrate success. Uh, I'm not celebrating too early. Got one more week <laughs> against Vince in our fantasy baseball championship. And we both have almost 20 starts available for us. So I have a feeling starting pitchers are going to be in short supply this week. But I've got a nice lead going in the last week. Uh, the Phillies, after seeming determined to give their playoff spot to the Milwaukee Brewers, have somewhat turned it around in the second half of this week. But now that they don't have to play the Braves anymore, hopefully right. we'll see what happens uh, come playoff time. But the Phillies are not collapsing in September. Not totally just yet. So I'm, I'm holding on just like the Phillies. Just like the okay, Philly. and so uh, our other Philly connection, of course, down there at the bottom. Uh, last but certainly not least, we have Nick down there who uh, was just telling us he's uh, got a potential uh, storm maybe coming up the tailpipe this week. So we're all going to be uh, thinking about you, Nick, and hope you stay dry. So uh, before that happens, how are we doing this evening? Uh, well, the only positive thing I can say today is go birds because, uh, right now I'm not doing too well in fantasy football, just got knocked out of my fantasy baseball. So, uh, Adam Wainwright got me a minus 12 today. So thank you very much. Well, I started him as well, Nick. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. But so, uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, Kevin did mention, mention the, the impending storm, uh, as I fall shoot, lead you to believe I'm not in Philly, actually live in Orlando. But, uh, you know, we have been through many hurricanes, and we are doing j- just fine. So don't worry worry about us. We will be just fine. Thank you. Well, we didn't say worry. We thought we, we'll be thinking about you. How about that? Uh, I am happy to have free rent in your head er- any day of the week there, Kevin. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right. So um, talking about baseball, and, of course, we have to begin by there was history on Friday. And that is, of course, Albert Pujols hit home runs number 699 and 700. He did it in consecutive innings. And, Dan, as you mentioned before, this is a guy who is not riding into the sunset to retirement. This is a guy who's bashing the baseball. And if there's a left-hander starting for the opposition, you have Albert Pujols. You need to have him in your lineup. So I don't know if either you – or, or Vince have him or not. But uh, if if there's a left-handed pitcher out there, Albert Pujols needs to be in starting lineups. Okay, so having said that, he becomes the fourth player to hit 700 home runs. And so uh, this is, of course, historic. And uh, he did it against my Dodgers Friday night, as I, as I mentioned. And uh, so, Vince, how do we view this guy – as far he's he's one of the titans of the game, of course. But how do you, how do you think this is? The Cardinals are playing for the playoffs. There, this is a story that I don't think could get any better. Well, it could for the for Pujols. I mean, World Series championship would be a pretty big deal there. You know, it's intriguing, isn't it? Because the last few years, uh, Pujols was in L.A. And not a lot of good things were happening. And right. uh, he came back, and I thought, well, this is great. He's back in St. Louis. That's a nice story. Him and Yadier Molina both washed up. It's time for both of them to go. And then all of a sudden, Pujols just starts going crazy here at the end. It's a neat story. You don't hear people say bad things about Albert Pujols. And uh, I think he's good for baseball. 
And hopefully that we don't hear a story in a year or two about things that helped them out. But um, at this point, he seems like he's clean. And, and I think it's good. He's a good person. Um, he's a great baseball player. And the story is yet to be finished. And maybe October, we're going to see some great pool hole storylines that can make for some really neat 30 for 30s or documentaries down the road. Yep. So, so Dan, as, you know, I know you've talked about him before, but uh, this guy, what, what, what more could be said about him? Not much. This is a guy that should be a unanimous Hall of Famer. We've seen, we've had plenty of guys come through that have missed out by two or three votes. But like Vince said, this is not a guy that was productive for really any of the last five years. You know, 2016, 2017 were his last semblance of good years. And this year he's he's got an 11.55 OPS against left-handed <laughs> pitchers. That is we're talking that's Henry Arenas, right? That, that's up with the best players in the game, and he's 42 years old. And unless the Cardinals go on to win the World Series, I don't think anyone's really going to care if Albert Pujols is taking anything to, to help him hit hit a couple more home runs. But this is a guy that, you know, you kind of chuckle when you look at his baseball reference page, especially, you know, his first stint with the Cardinals. And it's something that I think is lost now that we've seen, you know, the big contract with the Angels just work out horribly. And... You know, this is a great thing to remind everyone just how good Albert Pujols was, how good he still is at 42 years old. And like Vince said, fantastic for baseball, other than the fact it came on Apple TV and no one on cable could watch it. <laughs> Our buddies over at Apple TV. That's great. Uh, I don't have Apple. My wife does. So I was not watching it. So Apple TV has taken a beating over this baseball coverage. It, it's not. It is. And, 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 and I'll, I'll leave it to other, cause like I said, I can't watch Apple TV, so I have no opinion. All right. So Nick, where do you come in on Albert Pujols and what he's doing right now? Oh, I think it's a great story. And you know, Vince, not Vince, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, they say that 40 is a new 20. So, Hey, <laughs> Why not in your forties have a, have a resurgence? I mean, we've seen it with, with other athletes before uh, we've seen it with, with Tom Brady. Um, heck uh, Henry Aaron played until who's what 44 and, and he hit his home, home runs. So why not? Um, as far as him taking anything would people care. Yeah. I think, baseball, I think people would, and they'd be shocked and would, disappointed. Would, would care, that's right. The case. Yeah, because Kevin, you said at the start of the show, he's the fourth player to um, mass seven hundred home runs. He's really the third player to do it. Third, because, yeah, because you want to get right down to it. Yeah, that's the way the, people view it. Because the other guy are gonna, he's gonna have an asterisk by his by his name for the rest of his life, and then deservedly so. But the thing about Albert, <clears throat> as Vince had alluded to, to all his all his his accolades uh, on the field, but off the field too. You don't want to believe Albert Pujols would do this. So so I don't even think that there's even going to be an investigation because baseball, they're famous for turning the other way and, and not looking at, at the obvious things that are, that are going on. So unless there's something where they can't hide from the media, 
they're not going to investigate. They're going to celebrate and they're going to say, yay, what a great uh, another summer for baseball. And uh, it is it is the greatest game and rah, rah, rah. So, um, again, <clears throat> Albert Pujols should be a unanimous player, uh, player inducted into the Hall of Fame. And whoever votes against them should have their voting rights revoked. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let put it, just just put them in tomorrow. Just put them in. Put them have the gold jacket, a a supplemental ceremony. Just put them in, and then you can throw in Aaron Judge with them too. Because just I mean these these two guys are doing it right. They're doing it right. They're doing it clean, and that's what we love about American sports. Right. And so as you just mentioned him, the other uh, historic. Well, it hasn't happened yet, and uh, he's had four games to make it happen. It hasn't happened yet. He's playing as we speak, and, of course, that is uh, Aaron Judge's pursuit of Babe Ruth's American League record. I guess we could call it a record all around because the other guys all were doing it. But anyway, he's at 60 home runs entering tonight's play. They're playing the Red Sox as we speak, as I and, uh this guy, you talk about historic seasons. This guy, not only is he got he, – he, he's like 20 home runs clear of everybody else. He leads in RBIs. He's first in everything, runs, you name it. And um, he is on track to win the Triple Crown this year. And so uh, we talked about Otani and what kind of a historic season he had a year ago. This is a historic season. And so I'm going to start down with you, Dan. So Aaron Judge, is he the American League most valuable player this year? You have to say yes, because this is going to go down as, as one of the greatest seasons of all time, especially if he goes and wins the Triple Crown. I believe he's you know a point off in batting average uh, today after uh, – he has, I think he only has one hit this weekend, depending on how he's done so far tonight. Oh, he sucks. Send him down. <laughs> but, but like you said, he's he's leading the league in runs, home runs, RBIs, on base, slugging, OPS, total bases, and the list of guys that have done that is like Mike Schmidt, Tris Speaker, like guys that 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 are among the best to ever play. And so this this season for Aaron Judge has been otherworldly, and he deserves it. But the fact that we can have a discussion about it is the it, it just shows kind of how special Shohei Otani is, because this is the type of season that it takes, I think, for Shohei Otani to not win an MVP. Right? Because he uh, the other day he he has two hundred strikeouts now. He did that on Friday as well. And he's got 30 home runs. And so uh, it just goes to show, like you said, what kind of player Otani is, that he could be on a team that's just it's just terrible. Mm-hmm. And yet we still talk about him in the same sentence as Aaron Judge. And as you mentioned, uh, he is trailing Xander Bogarts by a single point right now in the batting average. So that is certainly something that could still he – could, he could still take that. And so, uh, Nick, what what's your take on this? Aaron Judge, most valuable player or not? You have to. Uh, the, and, you know, not only is he doing everything that he's supposed to be doing to outpace uh, Atani, his team's in first place. 
So again, you historically don't give uh, MVP awards to team to guys who's on last place teams. So because at that point they're they're irrelevant because they're not doing anything for for their team. Because if you would take their numbers off of their stats, they'd still be in last place. So you have to give it to um, Aaron Judge at this point. I can't remember the last time there wasn't uh, an MVP winner who was on uh, a last place or a near last place team. Well, it happened just last year. Otani won it. Yeah. Right? Mike Trout won it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't remember uh, what uh, I We can talk about Andre still. Dawson years ago. It's happened. It shouldn't because – and so, so Vince, do you make it three for three on this argument? Yeah. It depends on how you define MVP, right? Um, we deal with this with basketball a lot. For me, the MVP has to be the best player on a winning team. And Shohei Otani is the most valuable player on his team. There's no doubt about that. And probably technically the most valuable player in the league because of what the value that he has to his team. But he's not on a winning team. They're they're 20 games below 500. And in my opinion, you you should not win in that situ in that situation. Uh, I think Aaron Judge has earned the MVP this year. Uh, I think he deserves it. Um, but for me, it's got to be the best player on a winning team. That's where my vote would go. And so that's why Aaron Judge would get it over Otani this year. I, I have to agree because they already gave it to Otani. So they've done that. And so Aaron Judge, what more could you possibly ask for? <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. Because he's batting leadoff for the New York Yankees. I think that's insane. What do you guys come in at, uh, Vince? Let let me ask you that question first. Him batting leadoff, does that make sense? Hey, man. I think you put him anywhere in the lineup, and he's going to do good things. So the question is, is it the best team? Not not for him, you know, and I I think it's a little stupid personally. Uh, I wouldn't do it, but, you know, we've seen it. We've seen it different places. Uh, Milwaukee's done it with Yelich most of the season this year. Now, he hasn't hit home runs, um, but he's gotten on base all year at the very least. And uh, it's you know it's not traditional, but baseball has gone so far away from tradition when it comes to the way they're, they're hitting, uh, the way they're doing their lineups, even the way they're doing the rotations. So at this point, I think it's kind of a crapshoot. I think Aaron Boone is not the guy for the job in New York. I don't, I, man, I don't, if I was a Yankees fan, I would not want Aaron Boone to be my manager, but he is, and they're going to win the the East and they're going to go to the playoffs and they're going to lose in the playoffs and everybody's going to be mad about it and they'll have to figure out they're going <laughs> to fire Boone or not. So Nick, do you agree? Well, you know, Kevin, I mean, Vince was just talking and I don't know if he saw, saw me pointing. When was the last yeah. time you saw two, two home run leaders in each league that bat lead off? Uh, you got Schwarber leads off for Philly. So, I mean, you know, this is, this is, and, and Schwarber is even a bigger question mark to me, Nick, because he's, a, he, 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 he hits home runs or he strikes out. Right. Why exactly. do you want somebody that strikes out at the top of your lineup that I don't get at all? Well, again, again, when we were growing up years ago, it was the small guy who got on base, the fast guy, there was your that was your leadoff guy, your the guys with the highest uh, OPS and stole the most bases, and then and then you got the second uh, second hitter to to move along. Third third was your power hitter, and then of course your fourth uh, hitter was your was your overall power and um, and 
and home run guy. So, you know, it's baseball has changed and baseball is, has historically been the slowest league to get to the table and make changes, but now they are changing it. Now everyone doesn't like it. That's like when, you know, that's like the same thing. Whenever you ask somebody, Hey, what do you think? And they tell you what you think. And then suddenly they're, they're a jerk because they tell you the truth. So, uh, you know, you just can't win. So, Go with it. I mean, they're trying to attract the younger crowd. We talked about this earlier. Their age group, their their prime age group is us, old white guys. And they don't want that anymore. Yeah, they want to yeah, get the, the, Yeah, they they've wanna, got us. So. Well, well, yeah, hook, line, and sinker, right? So they want to get the younger crowd in it because, obviously, because less people are going towards towards baseball. I mean, I, I teach at a high school. Baseball is a dying, a dying breed. Uh, everyone's go, gravitating towards basketball. And then football is always going to be football. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, yes, uh, keep it. If it works, keep it. And once it doesn't, change it. Okay, so, Dan, so is it working out the best it could for the Yankees batting him lead It's It's hard to say. The Yankees have been so good all year. Obviously, they've struggled since the All-Star break. That obviously has nothing to do with Aaron Judge and, and where he's hitting in the lineup. It's more to do with the, the people hitting around him. Yeah. But I, I think you have to hit him, you know, third because you know, if he if he hits, if he a, hits double, a home run, then there's nobody on base. And what does that what did that do for you? Yeah, if he hits a home run in the first inning, there's no one on base, or if he hits a double, he probably just gets stranded out there. But on the off chance, you know, thirty percent of the time one of your first two hitters is going to get on and then he's got someone on base in the first inning. It's not, he's not, he's he'll get two less at bats over the season. It just makes sense to put him in a spot where, where, where he's more likely to come up with people on base because how often is your nine hitter going to get on base for him? Say in the fifth inning, as opposed to your one or two hitters that it just, I get it. You want him to get the most as most at bats as possible, but I also don't because he's the only guy driving in runs, and it doesn't right. help. Especially he's just when you got Gliber Torres batting in the third hole, that I have <laughs> no idea. Uh, good. Uh, that that uh, there's no explanation whatsoever well, for that. Dan, Dan, you just made my argument right there. If there's nobody getting on base ahead of him, what's the point in batting him third? If there's nobody going to get on base, I mean, they're, they pitch him differently because he's hitting first rather than hitting third anyway. So if there's no one on base, he's going to hit a solo home run anyway. So let him get up there as much times as he possibly can. I guess that's the counter argument to that. So, all right. So let's move into, uh, thank goodness that we have the wild card going on because all of the divisions with the exception of the NL East, they're all, they're all done now. All right. And, um, and, and Vince, as you said, you, you got to give it up to the Cleveland guardians. You do have to do that. They, they put the white Sox, they put them into their dirt nap for the rest of the year. And so we're done with them. And, uh, the Mariners, though, are the interesting story to me because they just lost Julio Rodriguez. He's on the injured list. And now they're trying to fend off the Baltimore Orioles for that last wild card spot. 
And uh, I don't think they're going to be able to catch Toronto or Tampa. So, Vince, is that how you see the uh, the wild card shaking out? Toronto, Tampa, and then the Mariners? Yeah, the Mariners, they end the season here. They've got the Rangers, the A's, and the Tigers. Um, so I don't think Baltimore is catching Seattle. That would be absolutely crazy if they did. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think Seattle's in. You hate to see Rodriguez out like that. Um, you know, but I think for Seattle, just making the playoffs is going to be a positive. And they've got enough talent on that team, even without him, that, that I think they got a chance to at least make it difficult in that wild card, uh, first wild card matchup. Because if they, if they take that third wild card, then they've got the Guardians in the first round. And I think that's a difficult matchup for them. So, I mean, I think the Mariners are going to be the underdog, no matter who they were going to play. And uh, it is what it is. But if you're looking, I don't know. I think I'd almost more rather there's good pitching in Cleveland. Um, They've done some good stuff. Obviously. I, I think the wild card is going to be an absolute blast this year, no matter which teams get in, no matter what the matchups are. I think we're in for some really good postseason baseball. You know, we, we saw a great postseason last year, Vince, and I think we're going to see that again this year. Uh, just like I was saying before we came on air, you just got to hope that they don't get a situation where the game is snowed out. You're right. I also want to clarify, uh, Kevin, the NL Central is not officially wrapped up yet. Uh, it's not officially wrapped yeah. up, but let's let's, let's be honest. Let's about it. Come on, the Cardinals are going to win that division. Please. All right, <laughs> I'd like to be able to you know offer you a, a you know a little stick of uh, you know of hope. Yeah, but uh, but the Cardinals are going to win that division. Can the Brewers though? Because there is a lot of hope though, Vince. There because is because the Phillies. And these two guys down below can can echo this a little bit. They uh, they're not playing great baseball, and of course they just got done playing the Braves that don't help. Yeah, but uh, that's the deal. The schedules the schedules are not too difficult for either Philadelphia or Milwaukee closing out the season. Um, so basically, Philadelphia would have to give it away. Um, Milwaukee has made a habit of losing games that they should win, especially in the second half of the season. So I, if I were a Phillies fan, I'd feel relatively good, but not comfortable yet, <laughs> being that there's, what, nine, ten games left in the season. Um, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. I think it'll stay close down to the end. And what would be exciting is if it came down to the last day, because remember, there's no play-in game this year. That's right. So whatever your position is, I guess they you know, if they use run differential, whatever it is, head-to-head. there are no games at the end of the season. Yeah, That's head-to-head it. is the tiebreaker. Head to head and whatever else they use. And so you are correct on that. And just as, as you, people that are in the championship round need to realize there are three games after next Sunday. Sunday is not the end at all in fantasy or the season or fantasy baseball. There are three more games after that. So keep that in mind because Saturday, if you're using all your pitchers, then you'll have to go Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday without. So just be aware of that. Yeah. And they so, extended the pitching limit as well right. to make up for those three days. But yeah. So, right. You definitely, and, and from what I was looking, I don't think anybody has any worries about catching that limit in that. So, uh, but uh, so 
It's a long time between now and the end of the NFL. It is. I can think of 19 starts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could find 19 starts in the next in the next 12 days or so. <laughs> All right. So uh, the two Philadelphia fans, I guess we could – do they win? Do they get into the playoffs? Do they fend off the Milwaukee Brewers? Let's go with you, Dan. I think they do. You know, they're going to Washington. They're going to Miami. Those are not tough games. And unlike Philly's teams of the past few years that that have had horrible Septembers, this Philly's team has beaten bad teams the way that, you know, playoff contending teams should. So it's – I might be a little hopeful, but – you know, winning the game on Wednesday against Toronto in extra innings, winning the first two against Atlanta, even even losing the next two, the next two this weekend, it, it had to have given them a confidence boost to to show that, you know, they could come back against the Toronto team that's probably going to the playoffs. They can beat the Braves, even though it's at home, even though they just split. It, they, after losing five in a row, then winning three in a row against two pretty decent teams, I think it gives them the confidence they need to to just get over the line. Zach Wheeler came back uh, against the the Blue Jays, so he'll he'll be stretched out for his next start most likely. So I think I think they get in, but never too optimistic about the <laughs> Phillies in September. They can always blow it. They are always liable to give it away at the end. All right, so Nick, Phillies in? Yeah, I yeah, I have a slightly different of opinions with with Dan on this. Well, first they go okay, so they're all on the road. They're 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 done at home. They they go to Chicago, they go to uh Washington, then they end up with Houston. Okay, so I think those are all winnable seat uh series. Uh even Houston, because I think Houston's is like, look, dude, we're done. Uh, we're going to pack it in, fold the tent, rest our guys, and then, and then get ready for the, for the playoffs. Sh- Chicago, the sh- right now, Chicago, Washington, they're just playing spoilers. So then Milwaukee, they go, they go to St. Louis. And then after St. Louis, they go, they go to Miami. So they have a different, they got a different road to get to the, um, to the playoffs. So I think Philly does win it. Philly gets the, Gets the final walker. Uh, in fact, I'll even go on as far as say they will pass San Diego. So uh, I think Ooh, San Diego okay. will fall apart. Wow. Okay. I think San Diego will fall apart, uh, and they'll they'll be the second team in the in the wild card. San Diego. Okay, you heard it here first. Because they've got the Dodgers and the Giants, and I think they have an easy series sandwiched in between. I for uh, the White I'll Sox. Take a look. White Sox are in between that. So they go Dodgers, White Sox, and Giants. And from what we've seen from San Diego this year, it wouldn't be shocking if they lost six six out of the next ten. No, it wouldn't because that's a team that they they packed it in, right, with all the winning players, and we're, we're going to do it. But then the plane really hasn't taken off. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Since since July first or August first, rather. Yeah, we could so, come last day and and those three teams be within a game of each other. Um, it and certainly could be winning that last day. So baseball is not going away. We know we know this. But, you know, football is like, hey, come watch us, and you know all that. But uh, baseball is going to go down to the last, at least those last couple of games because. We also have the Mets in Atlanta battling it out for the NL East. And so, Vince, you're you're still with the Mets. Is that what we're what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. I still think the Mets end up winning uh, the East, but I, you know, I think Atlanta has proven they're right there. They're going to be in the hunt. They're going to be a dangerous playoff team no matter what happens. I just think the Mets are are there this year. Um, and you know, the Dodgers. As good as they've been this season, I think the Mets go the distance in the National League. I think the Mets end up representing the National League in the World Series. Okay, so, Dan, B, I believe you, Nick, and I are, have been with the Atlanta side of things. And so are we staying in this that way, Atlanta? Are they going to take the Mets? Are we still I that way? The Mets are going to keep the division but I do think the Braves end up representing the National League in the World Series. Hmm. Both the Mets and the Braves play the Nationals and the Marlins with a series against each other in between. So I think both of those teams you know, sweep the Nationals and the Marlins. They do what they need to do. And then the three-game series is for all the marbles. I think the Mets – it would be very Mets for them to win in the regular season and then lose to the Braves in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't, I can't think of anything more New York Mets than to, than to crumple in the playoffs like that. And the Braves are just so good. I mean, we we see they're just they've got the two top two favorites for NL Rookie of the Year. That's how they lost. And they have the only twenty game winner in all of baseball. And it's not yeah, the guy that you would have regarded expected like their to be. third best pitcher. <laughs> and he's right. won twenty games. So I, I think the Braves, I think the Mets hold the division, but the Braves end up on top in the National League. All right, so Nick, you still you you've been talking Atlanta. Are you staying there? Yeah, it's getting harder to to uh, stay with my guns here, but I'm going to go with Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to always, the Mets of the Mets. Uh, and I called it, I said, it's going to be the Dodgers and, and the Yankees. I think it's going to be Dodgers and the Yankees in the world series. How do you go against the Dodgers? Um, uh, the only thing that might hurt the Dodgers is because they're so far ahead of teams that they might lull themselves to sleep. But, uh, I think once it comes playoff time, you know, uh, Robertson and the boys are going to, they're going to get going. So I'm going to say it's going to be the Dodgers and the Yankees in the world series. Okay, so until somebody beats the Dodgers, Dodgers right here. All right, so I it's, it's kind of uh, hard to 
you know, it's kind of hard to back the Mets when you've got – they go out and score three runs, right? You got DeGrom on the mound, three runs probably looks like a 1,000 to him. And then he goes out and gives up four runs in the bottom of the first inning. <laughs> so, you know, the Mets, that's that's the typical Mets game, if there ever was one, where if you bet $100 on the Oakland A's, you won – you walked away with $500 in that game. <laughs> that's how big – they were a favor over Oakland and they didn't win the game despite the fact that I think they scored like five runs and with the Grom on the mount and still couldn't win. So it's right, reminds so, me of a story, Kevin, a fantasy yeah. baseball story I was once told. Until someone beats Kevin Wilson, I uh, don't believe it can oh, happen. Brother. But uh, <laughs> all right, with that note, we are gonna switch over to uh our uh our sponsor right now, which is, of course, is True Classic. So here they come, and uh, we'll be back shortly. Football is back, baby, and our new sponsor, True Classic, wants you to look and feel your best even after a couple of brewskis or going full force on your fantasy football draft. Sure, it's football season, but it's also butt-to-couch season. Luckily, True Classic has the absolute best-fitting clothing a man can buy. Snug in the arms and chest with a little extra space in the torso, their T-shirts are designed to keep you cozy and highlight your best assets no matter what you're up to. So if your special someone is upset that you're watching football all day, at least you can look good doing it. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men find a perfect fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six-packs, but most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True Classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. It's about time to get your fit together, so upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. If there's one bet you should make this football season, it's on True Classic. True Classic, look good, feel good. All right, so nobody gives those out like Dan Mater does. All right, so um, we have a question right here and uh, from Pure Evil MMA. And uh, Evil asking lady. a question whether he wants to sell some comics and some baseball cards and how do we go about doing that. The first thing you need to do is get yourself to Beckett. Okay, and uh, they have all the prices for baseball, basketball, football, depending on, you know, there's one magazine for each of those sports. So go out, get yourself a Beckett for whatever sport, if we're talking about baseball, whatever it is, get one of those. At least that way you'll have an idea of what you have and what they're, what they, uh, what they're worth. And then... Just see if you can find yourself a collector. I know one that's right up the road from us, and that's where I would start. And uh, anybody else have any inputs on that? Uh, Anyone? <laughs> okay. All right. So 
I wanted to, because uh, this is the last baseball uh, fantasy show of the season, and I wanted to get some perspectives because we, you know, Vince, you're in the championship. Dan, you're in the championship. You guys got there in very distinctly different ways. Because, Dan, you were, you were in first place in your division the whole way. But, Vince, there was a time where you were not even in the playoffs. But you persevered. You got yourself in when you – at the end. And all you have to do is be in, as you're well aware. And now you're in a championship. So, Vince, what is – is there something that you feel that you either did or did not do that got you in this position to be in the championship round? Yeah, I got aggressive with pitchers. Um, in our league, pitchers score a lot of points. I just went away from having bench players. At the bat. I have a bench player currently uh, for batters, but uh, I had like three bench players for batters earlier in the season. I went to uh, a fair number of relievers because, again, in our league, the holds get, get good points, the same points as saves. So um, I went out and got these guys that were getting holds and uh, and then went through about one or two guys that I would rotate every week and get a starter, make sure I've got more starters going as well. Uh, and I had a pretty constant rotating door of back-end pitchers that I would just throw out there, take a shot on somebody if I liked the matchup. Um, or if they had a good outing the, the week before, I'd throw him in there too and was able to suppress. My dad actually was the one that was ahead of me in the playoff race there for a while and able to overtake him and, and squeak into the playoffs. And by that point, I had things rolling pretty well. And I think at one point last night, I took the lead from Dan, but then uh, I'm currently 40 points behind again. So. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I cut up, and then I, I'm not. Well, you know, to be quite honest with you, Vince, because there was a point where when you and I were playing, mm-hmm. I was way behind. And then I looked one day, and then, uh-oh, I'm right behind him. So that gave me some hope, but then, of course, it was dashed not days later. But um, so and was there ever a point? Look, right? I mean, some of right. us you get the right guy at the right time. You get a pitcher that goes off for 30, 40 and, points. I mean, that's a big deal. Of course, it helps if you uh, uh, have a certain Angels center fielder to hit home runs in seven straight games. That helps out a lot too. So, uh, Mike Trout, I'm talking about. Yeah, but um, I I I rode the wave of Mike Trout all season. There were times where he had he had what two weeks or a week where he yeah it was over 26, over 26 at one point in the season. So I rode the wave. So Vince, was there ever a well because you're on the show so. Quitting was probably never an option, but was there ever a time where you're like, man, I don't know why I'm doing this? No, 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 never. Because okay. uh, I was always competitive enough to be able to sniff the race at the very least. Um, for a while there, I was, I was felt like I probably wasn't going to make it, um, but I had the right matchups, um, you know, against the right people. Where if I beat them, that moved me up and moved them down, kind of a deal. So, no, for me, playing fantasy sports is fun. Uh, so uh, even if I'm the last team, I'm still looking for ways, whether it's shaking things up with trades or, uh, trying some, some wacky things with the lineups. I'm always in until, until the playoffs start. If I'm out of the playoffs, then I won't, I won't bother with it anymore. But, uh, but yeah, I go until Hopefully, I, I'm, I'm Hopefully you don't sell off your whole team like somebody no. did in our league. <laughs> okay. And by so, the way, um, shout out to Dan. We, we communicated before the championship started and I said, Hey, here, here's the deal, man. We got, 
a bunch of people available in our league right now. So how do we want to handle this? So we made an agreement. We weren't going to add anybody that's owned in over 80% of leagues. And then that kind of kept us even, but still being able to go out and make moves and not have to just hold tight to the team we had. Okay. So as I mentioned, so Dan, you, as I said, were in first place. You pretty much took that up early on in the season. You held your position and now here you are in the in the championship. So is there a certain strategy or philosophy that you think got you into this position that you're in? Well, you have to be in the know. You know, fantasy baseball is all about checking every single day, checking twice a day, making sure you're maximizing your points at all times. Because like Vin said, yesterday he was in front of me and now I'm 40 points ahead. And if this was a, you know, not the championship, that would be the week. Week's over, I get a win. So it's it's all about getting pitching. I think pitching pitching rules in fantasy baseball. You know, just like running max run fantasy football. If you can get a solid stable of top level starting pitching, get the right relievers in. You know, I w- I was able to draft Devin Williams in one of the last few rounds in our drafts and because he's getting all the holds and now he's getting saves for the Brewers. He's, I believe a top five scoring relief pitcher. So knowing your league's rules, cause fantasy baseball, unlike fantasy football, which is pretty limited in the rule set they can have, unless you get real wacky fantasy baseball has so many different ways to play so many different point scoring systems so many different ways to play against your league each week. So knowing your league, knowing what you get points for, and checking every single day, making sure your team is ready to go every day is the most important part. And then a little bit of it comes up to luck. Yes. You know, (laughs) know, Marcus Simeon, we talked about him a lot in April and May, how horrible he was. He was hitting under 200 for probably until – late May, maybe June before he was, he really took off and he ended up as one of the top five second basemen. So knowing that that's just more of a feel thing, knowing when to stick with guys, when to cut guys, when to cut guys loose that, you know, sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong. You know, I thought Whit Merrifield was going to be great after I traded, after I traded for him with Vince and he wasn't, he's not on my team anymore. He's on my team, just so you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why Vince won. Well, but. that was afterwards. That was afterwards. All right. So I, um, I made a habit of picking up guys Kevin dropped all season. Um, Kevin <laughs> gave up out for you. Kevin gave up on guys, uh, which I understood. I understood why he was doing it, but I decided to take a shot because at that point I needed to take a shot, and I just would kind of watch. And I mean, it wasn't just watching Kevin, but. I would see a name pop up on the waiver wire, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good player." And uh, and I'd look, and I was like, "Oh, Kevin dropped them." So I put in a claim, and and I'd get them. And and I had a couple guys like that this year that that worked out well for me. And a result of just you know, some people aren't at, aren't willing to wait. And I completely get that because you look at Kevin's record; he, he had a great record, and uh, it worked for him. Uh, sadly for him, is. The guys on my <laughs> roster had a better two weeks than the guys yeah. on his. Then I went to ground. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you, you mentioned it, Dan, cause there are a lot of different ways to play. And in our league, I put it in. So holds counted. Mm-hmm. I think they should count. And so Dick, do you agree with that? Holds saves have the same priority in fantasy baseball, or do you think that they should have a different point? I guess. Now, in your league, do you give the same amount of point value? Yes. Holds and saves get five points. See, that's, I don't know. I would say, yeah, you did your job as the hold, but I don't think it should be as much as as a save because you're not in there to do, to get the, I mean, the save, you're winning the game. I I would give them points, obviously, because that's why you bring the reliever in there, especially you know whenever they only come in for three batters. But I don't think I would. I personally, if it works for your league, yeah, that's fine. But I personally wouldn't do it as as the same amount of points. I don't know if obviously you yeah, like agree with that. For a hold, five points for a save. Yeah, you could see that. Okay, so that's something that we could look. Uh, into going into next season. And, uh, as I've seen a lot of leagues and holds isn't a part of any of them. Right. And it's an official stat in baseball. I think it should have some, you know, presence in the game. Otherwise, these relief pitchers that aren't closers have no value. Yeah. Really? Well, they get strikeouts. Well, they can get strikeouts, but yeah. So, so I think that holds should be a counting stat. And so uh, any uh, any other pieces of advice? We are, we're down to the last 10 minutes of the show. And going into the uh, offseason, any, anything that you could say, hey, next season, look into this. Dan, let's start with you. Yeah, check the top prospect lists. And, and who's close to coming up. You know, there's always rookies that are going to make an impact. Julio Rodriguez, chief among them. I mean, Kevin got him, I think, in like the 17th round. And he was unbelievable this year. He might get MVP votes. You know, I was able to get Bobby Witt Jr., a guy who, you know, had his struggles, but ended up having a, a pretty good season. I got him after the 10th round. Like, they, there are guys that are going – to they're going to contribute a guy like Michael Harris, Spencer Strider, who I don't think we're on any. Harris, yeah, list. Harris, you could have added him, and I did add him from the waiver wire. Yeah, these are guys that no, I never heard of, and, and Spencer Strider, rookies in the National League. So while there are going to be guys like that, and that's why it's important to check every day, there, there are rookies that are going to contribute. Guys are going to switch teams, and it's going to affect them. You know, if Aaron Judge leaves Yankee Stadium, maybe he only has 50 home runs this year. They play in a they play in a little league ballpark, so we'll we'll, we'll see. If he goes to Colorado, who have 90? Yeah, <laughs> that is true. So, Colorado's already paying for for Chris Bryant. I doubt that's an organization without a plan. If we want to start start bashing on the Colorado Rockies, well, guys, yeah, the Colorado Rockies can. Important lend themselves to their own bashing. So, um, so Nick, where, first of all, do you plan on playing fantasy baseball again next year? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, Given I that. 
So what kind of strategies, if any, are you looking to maybe, is there anything different you're looking to do next year that you didn't do this year? Uh, well, number, well, this is just in general. And number one, know your league, meaning yeah. know how many teams are in it, know how it's scored. Mm-hmm. And of course, again, know how uh, it utilizes its its positions. Like we had said many times before on the show about pitchers, you know, you have to know your pitcher limit roster and then how many innings that, that they can pitch. That's num- that's number one. Uh, and of all leagues, not just in 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 fantasy baseball, uh, but don't be a homer just because just because you're a, a fan of a of a certain team and oh oh you you love this guy you're gonna go up and and reach to get him when you can have so many other players, um, you know, fantasy baseball it's a long season, so you know there's always opportunity for for trades. So like uh, you know, know the size of your league. Know how it's scored. Don't be a homer. Those would be my those would be my top three uh, pieces of advice. Those are great pieces of advice, Nick. And I'm in two baseball leagues. This one and another one, which I am in the championship. Of course, that's not the important championship because now I can't talk about over Vince. But in any case, the guy it is this is unbelievable. For you. The guy that was playing me in the semifinals, if you want to call him that reached his pitcher limits before Saturday came. And so the last few days, he got no points from his starters. Zero. I was trailing him. That happened. I did what I do, as you've seen, and and this the same thing I was doing in this league, adding my players, putting my starters in, whatever, and I overtook him, and I'm in the championship in that league. So even guys that are – get to the postseason, you still need to know the the, the pitcher you know, limits. You have to know your league. And, and that doesn't stop after you played for the first month. Know what's going on. And, and, and so that's my takeaway from this. Know what's going on with yourself, your team, and your league. All right, so Vince, I'm going to throw it over to you for the last word. And um, do you see any different things that you might be doing next year? Well, what I would say is is get variety. I'm in three leagues. All three of them are different. They score different. Um, there's different amounts of teams in the leagues. Don't do the yeah. same thing over and over and over again. Get get try out variety. Find out what where your niche is. Uh, this is the first year I've ever done a points league. Um, every other league I've done has been has been you know. Um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, category. Yeah, category leagues. And and I've loved the point league. Uh, it's been simpler, in my opinion. <laughs> so that's been Wait, nice. Because it's uh, you and the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I think but try some variety. Try some things out. Learn learn what you like as well. Make sure you're in a league with friends. Uh, it's okay to be in a league with strangers too, but make sure you're in a league with friends. It makes it so much more fun when you have an opportunity. Especially when it comes to smack talk time. Am yes. I right, Ben? A hundred percent. It's great. But I would say, you know, start looking, watch these last couple of weeks of the season. Uh, some of these young guys, some of these young pitchers that might get opportunities here at the end of the season, you kind of get a sneak peek at what they will be next year. Um, and then it all comes down to the off season stuff. Watch the trades where guys end up. 
uh, free agency, all that kind of stuff. Don't just assume a great year this past year means a great year coming. Uh, know where they're playing. Know a little bit about the ball fields. Uh, take a, Put a little effort into it. Uh, it's, it. It'll be worth your time. Absolutely. And uh, so we come to the conclusion of a great fantasy baseball show. And uh, I just want to say it's been great having you guys on the show with me here. And uh, it's been fun. And uh, and I look forward to next year. Hope you guys will be going. Yes, I want to be part of the show again going forward. And uh, so having said all that, so let's go over. And Dan, you let us know what you're working on, where are you located, what do you got going on right now? Well, as always, you can find me at DanDomico14 on Twitter. Uh, the Phillies will consume a lot of my Twitter timeline for the the next the coming weeks. And then, then probably the Eagles, who are now favored to go to the, to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl after their dismantling. Well, the slow, slow that roll just, just a tad. Hey, that's that's Vegas speaking. That's not me. That's not <laughs> okay. me. That is that is the experts in Vegas. Uh, also, follow Belly at Baseball on Twitter. We are all fervently watching for when Aaron Judge will hit his 61st and subsequent 62nd home run tying. And then we, we all imagine breaking Roger Maris's American League home run record and officially unofficial Major League home run record, depending on, on who you ask. Uh, we, we playoffs are coming. We've got a lot of people working hard on the baseball side. We're not as big as the fantasy football side. I know that we're not as big as all the all the other departments, but we've got a lot of good people working on good stuff. So I hope you uh, you check it out and uh, and take a look as we get into the MLB postseason. Absolutely. I just want to come in behind you, Dan, and say yes. Get over there to that Belly Up uh, Sports uh, website. There's a lot going on over there. Dan, you got a lot of stuff going on baseball, as you mentioned. It's get over there, check it out. And so, Dick, part of the TSS fantasy uh, hierarchy. So, what do you have going on out there? Uh, hierarchy. That's a nice choice of words we got. Is, is that time. is that an accurate representation, Nick? Uh, sure. I'm just along for the. I'm just riding the board, sir. Surfing the wave. So, uh, yeah, so we are, uh, I am on uh, tssfantasy.com. We host a little uh, fantasy football podcast show. We have five five shows a week. Uh, no, six shows a week, rather. Uh, yeah, you guys are up so early in the morning. That's unbelievable. Well, no, I, I am not. I No, I, oh, you, don't, I really, you don't ride that train. Okay. No, no, I, no, 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 no. I get off the off-ramp uh, pretty early on that, that one. So, uh, I am on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, uh, where I go ahead. We have, we have wonderful games that, that we do. It's not a traditional fantasy football show where we just spout out stats and then who you pick up. We, uh, our great host, uh, Jason Cooper, he, he comes in and he creates these, these games and we have, we have guests on. We even had Hall of Famers on. Uh, we had, Leroy Butler. Yeah, you had on. me. Yes, we had Kevin. Well, there's your Hall of Famer, well, you right? You didn't there. let me get to the prime Hall of Famer, Kevin. As, I'm al- sorry. as no, always, no, go ahead, you jump go ahead. in and mess it up. <laughs> so anyway, we had we had uh Leroy Butler, we had Mike right. Westoff on, uh 
great uh, coach in the NFL for a long time with the uh, Jets and the Bills, special team coach. And we had John Fina. And, of course, we had the legend, the legend, uh, Belly Up Fantasy Baseball Live uh, creator, editor, and <laughs> wild extraordinaire, Kevin Wilson. Uh, we've also had on Thank his – We've we've also had on his his Robin Vince uh, Vince come on uh, I would see Vince on some more and uh, yeah we check us out check us out on YouTube hit the hit the subscribe button and check us out our rankings at tssfantasy.com, powered by Fantasy Pros. That's right, and as you mentioned, I was on there on Monday night with you and uh, mm-hmm. and Commissioner Cooper. It was great being on there. So glad to have you. You know invite me to come on over there so vince we know you've got a million things going on so let's narrow it down a little bit what what uh what do you have going on out there i haven't been on tss since i got cheated out of winning with Leroy butler um the the other the opponents he cheated he, he prepped it wasn't fair <laughs> uh but um <laughs> i'm on the sports stove podcast and uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. We do two episodes a week. Uh, they drop uh, Wednesday morning and Thursday morning. Me and my dad do a show each week talking NFL, college football, Major League Baseball. And I uh, would love for people to tune in. You can get that anywhere you get your podcast, the Sports Stove podcast uh, there as well. And occasionally we throw out a couple articles on bellyupsports.com covering Eastern Kentucky University football as well. So, But I did um, see that, Vince. That was a great article you did. What was that? Last week, I think it was, wasn't it? Uh, yes, a week ago Saturday. I, anytime, anytime we got a home game, I go sit in the press box and uh, try to write an article about the game that I'm at. I don't try to write articles about games that are on TV. I just don't feel feel right about that. <laughs> so, okay. Like the ones I'm there for. All right. So there you have it. And you can always find me at Kevin62WILSEA. And uh, you can always find me on the, the Belly Up Fantasy website side of things. I have a uh, an article that goes out talking about waiver wire pickups. And uh, hopefully this week will be a lot better than last week because, to be quite honest, there wasn't anything worth picking up on the waiver last week. Not really. Romeo but, Dobbs. Uh, Romeo Dobbs. There you have it. And uh, I'm in full agreement with that. So, that might give you a little heads up of what may be coming out, maybe tomorrow, but certainly by Tuesday. And, Lick, you, you have something to say. Go ahead. Eagles defense. Eagles defense. Okay. They are not rostered I'm pretty in sure, too many uh, leagues. Nick, that is not available on the, uh, on the waiver wire. Well, I'd if have it to is. Check, but uh, I, I, I don't think you'll find that. But in any case, this brings us to the close of this show. And I uh, just want to thank everybody out there that has – joined us and been a part and and Vince go ahead well I just want to make sure and you may have going to say this so I apologize if you were but uh follow us on belly up fantasy on Twitter and pay attention because next year coming into the season we'll start up like we did this year with player rankings that's uh, right and fantasy advice and things like that leading up to the drafting season as well we'll start before the baseball <laughs> starts. that's right and I promise that I will do a lot better job of maintaining my rankings so that we can talk about them later on in the season. Okay. (laughs) All right. So everybody enjoy the rest of the baseball season. Enjoy the postseason. We have some great things I think are coming our way in baseball. I look forward to it and we don't have to have an official show. You can always 
you know, send me something on Twitter, any kind of baseball question, go ahead and shoot that my way. You could shoot us any of us questions about baseball. We'd be more than happy to answer them. Everybody have a great, great season, great off season, and we will see you next year. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 